Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either on the internet or from our lovely listeners on the topic of sex and dating, and we answer them for you. This episode will be brought to you by the ASMR soundings of my cat purring. Mm-hmm. Well, never mind, my cat just left the room. I am super powered with strong, strong buddy burger energy. Okay. Like so that. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go. The opposite. I'm drained from just like I have this weird thing where like I'll be go I'll go to bed fucking real late. Like I've been going to bed at like five or six a.m. the last two days, but it'll hit really early and I will just be bolt awake, like completely and utterly fully awake, um, but also exhausted. It's not a good combination. Mm. Yeah, so no, like, that sucks. Uh, the other day I went to bed at four, and at seven a.m. My body was like, you're ready for the day. Get the fuck out of bed, bud. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I was so awake yet so tired. So that was kind of today. It wasn't as quite as bad today, but I woke up have, long before it was time for me. Have you tried the medicinal properties of uh, American fast food? Uh, no, no, I have. Well, not. I mean, it seems to be working out all right for me. Mm-hmm. And that country's doing real well, so. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure A&W is Canadian. Probably. You ready? Yep. This is by Corti Nope, sir. Uh, girl I've been seeing ranked me sexually on a list. I'm incredibly conflicted at the moment. The other night I went out with a girl I've been seeing from Bumble for about a week. We'd hung out once in person, but been FaceTiming every day now, and the vibes are starting to get a little bit more serious. That was incredibly just night was incredibly just driving around at night singing and laughing i assume they meant night was incredible just driving around singing laughing some context in the situation both of us 19 i've been with two people sexually but long term she's been with 20 people however a lot were hookups kind of weird that you know all this after a week but okay yeah this in itself doesn't bother me because we talked it's not what either of us are looking for we both want a real, real relationship Yesterday, things got physical, and afterwards, we were talking. She told me it was really great, to my relief, so I told her I had been a bit nervous because the number of people she'd been with is much higher. Everything was fine, and then she told me I was probably fourth out of 21, uh, fourth best. I laughed because it was obviously a joke, and when she continued, my heart began to sink. She pulls out her phone, shows me a list of guys she's been with ranked best to worst, and I was quiet for a minute, then told her it was pretty gross of her to have that, and she made me feel uncomfortable. This kind of killed the mood. Then it was barely recovered since I was in the process of driving her home. Now we talked things out and she apologized. It's also worth noting that I told her she was the best I'd ever had, which while inadvertent was technically a ranking as well. And they have set a precedent, which they spelt wrong and said president, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel a little gross because I care about her and see us dating, but now I'm not sure. Need opinions, please. I'm very lost. And just for those confused, he was the fourth best, not the fourth worst. Yes. No, I got that. And no, he he specified because I guess you said four out of twenty one. I don't know. Oh, I thought that was a an addendum by you. Nope, by him. Okay. Um, I you know what? It's a good point to be like saying that she was the best is inadvertently a ranking of his own because I wouldn't have thought about it. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's an interesting point to bring up. However, I, I do think it is very strange to keep a running tally of who you sleep with, regardless of like your your ranking or your reasons why to have kind of like a phone document of everyone you slept with is. I don't know. It, I get, like it is kind of scummy. Yeah, Ugh, it's so weird. Also, back to your point, it's like, yes, it is a ranking, but like. It also kind of isn't because it's just kind of like, oh, you're the best. Like, it's not like you are number one out of whatever. You know what I mean? Saying someone's the best or the worst, they're kind of terms people throw around in in a more of a, like, generalized sense than actually being like, I have ranked you officially one out of whatever. There's also far less thought goes into like, oh, you're the best. It's also kind yes. of a thing you just say when you're sleeping with people. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you've got the best dick I've ever seen. Wink. It's not like, mm, that's the seventh best dick. You know, you kind of just say these things or you don't say them. It's really strange to be this specific. Also, the fact that like she didn't really think about it also is very strange. That like this is a running tally in her head that she's consciously aware of and constantly Instantly updated it. And constantly like reshuffling them around. Like I feel like at some point, like somewhere she has like magnets of everyone's names that she like goes into her little study and, and rearranges all the names to, I think it's super fair to be like, Hey, that's fucking weird. Because if that was me in that position, I would also be like, huh? Yeah. I, I think it is weird. Um, but I think I th- honestly, I think it only gets weird when you introduce the phone list. I think so much worse. I think saying like, oh, you were the fourth best could very easily like I wouldn't have taken that as, oh, she actually has a list. Mm. Um, I also think there are a time and place to compliment people. And there's a like you could definitely say top five is a nicer way of saying fourth. You could even just be like, that was really good. And just like yes. leave it at that. You know what I mean? No one needs yes. to know where they are in relation to other people, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the fact that she and him have already talked about this after one week and also in that week she has ranked him and whipped out a list just to show him that she is obsessed with this number. Like, to her, obviously this means a lot. Yeah, and or like it could be that she's very self-conscious about this number and is trying to own it. E- either way, it's like she's putting far too much importance on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like most people would just have the common sense not to instantly start comparing someone to other people they've been with, you know, cause that's just not usually a good call ever, especially not when you're like, Hey, there are three better people than you. I would love to know who brought like the number up initially. Yeah. I would, I'm going to bet her. Yes. I'm also going to bet. And that's why I think it's like, I wonder if she kind of like wants to get that out there ASAP. Because it is a quote-unquote high number for most people's standards, especially when it comes to women. Yeah. There's that you know that weird sort of social expectation that women should be like one person or you're my first. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing so is, maybe that, like, it's if maybe she's been burned in the past about like her number. If that was why she brought it up initially, and she said like twenty one people, and he was like, "Okay, that's cool." Like problem solved. You don't need to then be like, "Oh, I'm not sure if he's really cool." Better show him my curated list, and also show him where he is in it. People's insecurities manifest in weird ways, man. Yeah, but doesn't mean it's good. 
No, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, this we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure we even said putting the number in the box. I'm pretty sure the number is in the box. Oh, yeah, that's it's such a dumb fucking thing to talk about. It really doesn't matter, you know, once you're being sexually healthy and have been checked and all that. Um, you know, that's possibly the only reason I could see it, you know, being significant is if you've slept with X amount of people since being checked. Um, yes. Like yeah. That. And even then, that's a you thing, not really a sharing with them thing. Like, you should sort that out in your own time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I would, I mean, I I think if, if you've had this conversation, it also seems like you resolved the problem. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like you talked to her and she acknowledged that what she did was strange and apologized for it. Mm-hmm. so i mean if you can't get over it then you know that's one thing to move on with and be like hey sorry that like that sort of doesn't vibe with me and maybe go your own way but she also seems to have owned up to it mm-hmm. um and i think that it's like as you get to know this woman you can you can bring this back up and talk to her about it and be like hey like why did you feel the need like as you become closer to her that's something you because like maybe it is a a thing where it's like you know a dude found out about it and you know, was really shitty to her about it. Mm-hmm. And and you sort of reinforcing that, like, it doesn't matter and this doesn't have any bearing on her worth could really help put her, this, like, list to bed, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think, like, it's kind of up to you to figure out what it is about it that's weirding you out. Um, was it that, like, you thought you were okay with her number, but then seeing yourself in this list or having three people above you in this list is what's weirding you out or is it just the fact that like let's be fair that's a very socially clum- socially clumsy interaction you know what i mean is it just that she's a bit of a fucking weirdo which yeah i'd agree with but is that uh, a relationship killer you know so i guess figure out yourself what is really bothering you about it and maybe just stay alert for war- warning signs like if she is really insecure about sex or really like obsessed with that number like is that going to crop up every time you guys have sex? Is it always going to be relating back to these people? Like, cause if so, maybe you will just need to move on. You know what I mean? But if it was just that she kind of was awkward and like, didn't read the room and just did a thing, which maybe she thought it was a compliment and it, it just got weird. Sure. Maybe you can look past it, but I think you need to figure out what it is specifically about this situation that bothers you. And I guess, look for the warning signs of what this could mean about her. Yeah. I think you're in the position now to sort of like earmark, anything to do with this number and I guess specifically this list as well. And if it continues to become a recurring issue, I would say that like the next time it becomes a, a point of interest or a point of focus in a conversation or interaction or whatever, talk about it right then and there and be like, Hey, we need to talk about this list, this number Mm -hmm. and try to hash out what it is. And then I think that would definitely be able to inform a, a more educated opinion on whether or not you want to stay with this person all right shall we michelle um this comes from i'm not gonna read the username it's just a throwaway account uh my 25 year old male girlfriend 22 year old female claims she's a witch and curses me when we have an argument (laughs) i'm having a peculiar problem with my girlfriend of two years she's a self-proclaimed witch and has been way before we even started dating i supported this it's kind of sick having a witch girlfriend Makes you feel protected with all her crystals and shit. But now she's using this to get back at me whenever we have an argument. Just two days ago, after a minor disagreement, she stored off into the bedroom, got dressed in her cloak, sat on the floor with a circle of candles around her. She made a potion. It was literally just a bunch of herbs she got from the kitchen and started chanting, I place a curse on this soul-sucking man-child. I genuinely cannot tell if she's joking 
or not, but I get paranoid and scared and feel like I have to watch my back because what if these curses are real? I ask her to stop doing this, but she refuses. How the fuck do I deal with this issue? <laughs> well, firstly, was she one of these young witches who hexed the moon? Because if so, we've got a problem with her already. Well, they were like baby witches, right? Or whatever the hell they were called. Yeah, this could be a baby witch. You don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know. She, it doesn't say baby witch. Yeah, but like baby witch just means a new witch. Oh. I don't know how long I thought, I thought baby witch was like a whole separate category no, of witches. It's, it's just like they're too young because obviously no mature witch would hex the moon because they know better. Mm. God dang. Get with the fucking times. <laughs> you, you need, have you been doing your witch talk homework? I haven't, no. God damn it, Dane. I'm sorry. Our whole podcast revolves around the fact that we're up to date on witchery and TikTok. Those two things we're both very up to date on. Witch talk. Witch talk. Like, it doesn't necessarily matter that what she's doing is like a big bag of crap and not real. The fact that she believes it is, is is the bad thing, right? Like, if I thought, you know, Rosemary was poisonous... And one day me and my girlfriend got in a fight and then she found a big clump of rosemary in her water. Like, it wouldn't be like, oh, cute, rosemary water. Or like, haha, he thought he was poisoning me. It would be like, oh shit, like this person literally is trying to poison me even though he's very bad at it. You know? Yeah. It's it's like presence. It's the thought that counts. Um, (laughs) You know? So the fact that she wants bad things to happen to you is not cool. Also, that sounds really scary. Yeah. Like and not to mention it's like candles? She's calling you a soul sucking man child. Yeah, that's not nice. Why like well, that she's was... ironically trying to do things to your soul and also playing dress up, so the irony levels here are, are high. But also like if that was the way I wanted like if I described my partner as a soul sucking like bitch, it would be pretty evident that I shouldn't be with that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if those are your adjectives for the person you're supposed to care about, maybe you don't care about them. Yeah. And if you're saying, I don't know if it's a joke, you're worried enough to go on the internet about it. I'm like, guess you, you know it's not a joke. Uh, yeah, I think he's more worried about whether the curses are real or not. Well, I, I got the impression that he is somewhat, like, he doesn't think they are, but is still a little worried. But it seemed before that he was like, I don't know if she's joking or not. That's a pretty big fucking setup for a joke that doesn't really have a payoff. Yeah, also, if my joke was like, hey, Dave, you're a shitty friend, and, like, that was just kind of it, like... I hope bad things happen to you. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a very funny joke, especially if, like, there was no punchline, it was just me being mean to you. Like, saying not nice things, and then also, like, wishing you ill in a spiritual sense in from a thing i believe in you know what i mean like that's when you have an argument can you just go into your bedroom and get on your knees and be like dear jesus i <laughs> hope that you smite elizabeth for not taking the garbage out when she said she would like i, I mean like i would also like to know what you're fighting about turn all um, the water in her body into wine and kill her from the inside yeah. thank you jesus thank you jesus for Shh. killing the person i'm supposed to love <laughs> It's just a joke, Elizabeth. I'm just kidding when I asked Jesus to murder you. <laughs> God. <laughs> the other thing I could maybe do is get a wizard costume and mm-hmm. start fire. doing some arcane, you know, magics on her. And magics is spelled with a K. Or maybe just, yeah, of course. Uh, maybe fight back and be like, hey, you don't stop doing that. I'm going to hex the moon. She'll be like, no. 
You can't be <laughs> like, like yeah, this. Not again. I've contacted some child witches from Witch Talk, and we're gonna fucking get in the group, and we're gonna we're gonna hex the sun. Have you tried putting a circle of candles beside hers and just copying what she's doing, almost like a, I know you are, but what am I? But mm-hmm. for witches, mm-hmm. if you're going to be called a man child, you should 100% behave like a man child. No, well, now we did get that one question where the guy went all out on being anime, and we told him not to. But now we're giving what I said was the advice we would have given in this situation, which is to go into it too hard. So, Dane, which one is it? (laughs) Well, you see, when I when you haven't done it, I'm going to tell you to do it. When you have done, I'm going to say, hey, man, that's a bad idea. (laughs) Where did you get that idea from? What are you You doing? Have you tried getting a bucket of water and melting her? Ooh, that's true. Maybe do that and just be like, oh, sorry, I wanted to melt you to death like like the witches in the movies. And when she gets upset, she's like, it was a joke. But every time she does this, just soak her with a bucket of water. <laughs> Have you tried just while she's doing her things, sneak in and, and extinguishing the candles? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like we're now giving you reasons on like how to accidentally, truly summon a demon. Yeah, but also witches pray to certain patrons, right? Have you tried getting a really accurate costume of this patron of when she's... <laughs> trying to curse you putting it on and walking mysteriously into the room maybe with some dry ice creating a little fog behind you because then you could just be like hey elizabeth stop <laughs> calling on me your boyfriend's actually quite rad and then just hey like, man we play together on Warzone all the time <laughs> yo dave's actually pretty sick dude man his quick building skills in fortnite are top notch yeah, I think you just got to do that. I don't know if we've given this person real advice. What you need to do is you need to sit down you with did. your girlfriend and be like, hey, let's have a real conversation and don't run away every time we have a disagreement and put on a cloak because that's a fucking like you want to talk about childish. Mm-hmm. That is that is a real fucking childish thing to do. It's no different than like when you have a fight with your parent as a kid and be like, I'm running away and you run upstairs and start, you know, creating a little homeless bindle. <laughs> yeah, uh, you need to basically either leave because, again, not a great way to uh, solve problems in a relationship. Uh, or, yeah, as Dane said, just be like, hey, it, when we fight, we need to actually talk. You can't storm off and play dress up. And if she's like, fuck you, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to actually communicate with you or try to solve these problems. I'm just going to wish harm against you and say bad things about you. Then you need to leave that relationship because yeah. they're not respecting you. Uh, let me just see if there's a different version of this question because I feel like it got shorter. This is by Lightweight Thick. My boyfriend, male 25, and I, female 28, got into an argument which led him to ripping and throwing the wrapped gifts under the tree. Christmas is ruined. I know it's just after Christmas, but we can still do a Christmassy question because we didn't answer any last week. Yes. And what's more Christmassy than ripping up and throwing away the gifts? Uh Uh-huh. It's just over my one-year anniversary with my boyfriend, and we got into a huge fight tonight because a girl followed my business Instagram, which is public, and I asked him who it was. I don't know her. He said he went to high school with her. His friend dated her, and that's it. They don't even follow each other. But how would she find me? We live states away. It has to be through his page. So when I pressed on it, he flips out. Weird, right? I'll say, no big deal. I'll just message her and ask how she found me. He messages her first, making me seem a damn fool. He then rages out, ripping up the wrapped presents under the tree and opening the gifts he bought for me, ruining Christmas. He then goes on to call her on Instagram to explain to her that there is nothing further. He remembered her handle. From six years ago? I don't think so. Something is off. Other than Christmas. <laughs> Man, that's like almost like a, like a booked blurb. 
Um, that could be the the plot of our next erotica. This is so fucked on both sides of things. Like, <laughs> like right? Like it just it's almost like they were trying to one up each other on overreactions. <laughs> and this man won, obviously. He did it. I mean, she did also then declare Christmas was over. So I would just I would love to cuz like, let's be fair. Neither side looks good here, right? No. But she's the one telling the story. So I'm going to assume she's trying to present her in a better light than what really went down, even if it's 5% better. Or in this case, I imagine maybe 100% better. Yeah, because if this is the thing that think like you think is going to get people on your side, yeah. which like look, I I went on a deep dive on Reddit today and realized that like this podcast needs to exist more than I ever thought it did. But it's when you I, I just I can't imagine living in a world where you monitor like how would you find out that this woman like you have a business. The whole point of being on Instagram <laughs> is for people to find it. Yeah. Like, are you going to sort of be like, wait a minute. How did this man from the Ukraine find my business profile? It's like, do you Dane, not use hashtag? Do you Dane, not like want people to, I don't, states this apart. This person lives states away. <laughs> it no. has to be through his page. Like, I just, I, I don't, you must use hashtags to get discovery on your content. That is the whole purpose of having a business Instagram. Also, like, this, if you're a friend of a friend, like, suggestions come up. People are suggested who I know. It's like, oh, one mutual friend, Dane Miller. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I don't need to. Oh, it's, it's just insanity that, like, I, I imagine. Also, I, like, I don't. What did you think was happening? It's like, okay, so she, even if she f- was looking at his Instagram page, saw your business mm-hmm. and was like, oh, this is cool. Like, where's the crime? I assume that's she committed? thought, like, he was cheating on her with this girl, which is, like, such a bizarre move to be like, oh, I'm fucking his, her girl, her boyfriend. Now I'm going to go follow her business. I'm just going to rub it no. in, like, in a stealthy way, which wouldn't work because not most people in the world would assume, wait, someone followed me? They must be fucking my partner. Yeah. Also, it's like, how bad is your business doing that you are that zeroed in on like the individual people that are following you? Well, I was going to make a joke about how, like, imagine if everybody who followed the podcast, we were like, how'd you find us? But we also have asked many people how they found us. But that's literally just curiosity because we've never like advertised. Um, Yeah. And also, like, it's it's fun to like figure out. Like if if she was like, oh, it's neat that someone across the state found out about me, and I'm interested in how the discovery works. Mm-hmm. But no, no, that's not that's not the point. Which she's making. Um, and then like I don't understand his reaction to just well, be like, like all you have to be is like, I don't know, maybe it was on a suggested friends thing. <laughs> I'm assuming that she freaked out at him. You know what I mean? I can't imagine that she was like, oh, who's this person? He was like, oh no. <laughs> You know, because she says, he says whatever. And then she's like, so when I pressed, he flips out. It's like, yeah, but you're pressing. Why did you not believe him when he said it? And then you're going to message her and ask how she found him, but her. But then when he messages her, she gets upset. It's like, weren't you just going to do that anyway? Making you seem a damn fool. It's like, surely it's less weird that the one person that kind of knows her messages. Even yeah. uh, this whole thing. I think the, the advice here I, is that both of you need to remove yourself from the dating pool. Become and spend- from the internet. Yeah, just go live in the mountain by yourself somewhere. 
and then no one will be able to find you. Yeah, I can. Man, it would be exhausting if like uh, I post a bunch of pictures. Usually, you know, back when burlesque shows existed, Mm -hmm. I would always tag Amanda in the photos as her like burlesque persona. Mm -hmm. And I I'm sure that there are people on that, like I went to high school with or like people that I know are following her specifically because I've posted photos Mm -hmm. of her show and stuff like that. And like, they wanted to support her or whatever. Um, Or she's just babe and wanted to look at pictures of her. Maybe they're just straight. I I cannot imagine how exhausting it would be is if Amanda, every time someone followed her, she then looked at the profile and went, wait a minute, you know, Dane, (laughs) how, how did she find me? Like, it just that sounds like a terrible existence and i don't i don't know what to like say other than like just walk away from this because you don't obviously you don't trust each other yeah and and if it's like if the trust is that fucking paper thin Mm -hmm. that you have like you guys both have a meltdown yeah over a, a mutual friend liking your business yeah like this is poison this is like mental poison like putting myself in this position it hurts my soul like it hurts my head everything about this is fucking agony and i hate it and you both need to stop like i break up take some time to become better people and fucking chill now, I, I don't like I'm not a social media wizard or anything, but like anytime I'm on Reddit and people are like, I noticed that my boyfriend like this photo, blah, 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 blah. It's like, how do you guys even track that? Yeah. Like, I I couldn't even tell you what photo, like unless I'm mutual friends with it. And Amanda has commented on a photo that I've also cut. It's like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing on social media. And like, I trust her completely so i don't care what she's doing on social media so it's like and like if that's not the base of your relationship like if you aren't like completely okay with the fact that your partner has an independent social media presence if that gives you anxiety or if that thing like if that's put you teetering on the edge of insecurity then there's a lot of work you need to do on your own side Mm -hmm. of things yeah, I, I just don't understand. But this thing is terrible, and neither of you should be dating. I'm sorry. Yeah, specifically not each other. God, no. Okay, here's here's something that kind of ties into it. Um, this comes from Reddit user Bored and Scrolling. So my 22-year-old male girlfriend, 22-year-old female, saw a randomly generated tooltip on my iPhone screen with all the widgets and now thinks I'm cheating on her. A tool? Tooltip. Like, like a drill bit? No, like the... You know when you hover over something and it will, like, give you a hint? That's a tooltip. What? You've never heard of a tooltip before? Like, if you go and hover over, like, a like the, the save icon on, like, Word or something, if okay, you leave yeah. it there, it'll say, like, save. Okay. So I guess I guess the iPhone, like, I'll read the question. It'll make sense. Yeah. An effort to hide <laughs> cheating. Something I've never done and never will do. From her, which doesn't even make sense because she has my passcode and rifles through my phone and messages all the time. Uh, so the very fact that she rifles through your phones and messages all the time is pretty indicative that if it isn't this tooltip, it'll be something else. Say right? someone following her business that will set her off. Um, and I've been my last girlfriend was exactly like that. She was convinced, just so convinced that I was cheating on her, like to the point where she would get upset when I went to work. Because she would, like, worry that I guess I was lying about work, even though, like, she could just come down the road if she was, you know, and visit. Which I would ask her to do. I'd be like, hey, visit me. Like, I'm 
fucking in the restaurant right now. We're dead. I would love to hang out. And she wouldn't. Or like I'd be with a mutual friend of ours who's a guy who she's known for longer than me. And she'd be like, oh, really? And it, it just became a thing where like everything was an issue. You know what I mean? Uh, there was no sanity behind it. It would almost be like the less of an issue there was, the more she seemed that there had to be one because like it's like if she couldn't find evidence, that was more suspicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was fucking insane. And literally like by the end of the relationship, it had just been like a giant stretch of hell, uh, which I should have ended a lot sooner than I did. But it's always, you know, easier looking back than when you're in it. Right. Of course. And every time I see or hear questions like this now, I like feel that pain. I'm like, ugh. Uh, so you need to probably just leave. But if you don't want to just leave, you need to have a talk about trust. And you need to have a talk mm-hmm. about respect. Because if she doesn't trust you, that's not respecting you. And if she doesn't trust you, you guys shouldn't date flat out. Um, you know, a, a tool like you, I'm sure you could look up the tool tip and, and show that it does come up. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's probably an easy thing to do, but also like, I don't know. It just seems like a bad situation. So you need to be able to talk to her and be like, Hey, look, if you don't trust me, we can't have a relationship because I can't be walking on eggshells because that's what it devolves into. It's like, shit, I know I'm not doing anything wrong, but what if it looks like I'm doing something wrong? So I guess I shouldn't like text my friend who just texted me or you end up like texting and like tilting the phone towards them just so they can see it just so you don't get in trouble. And that's not a good way to live. So you need to be on the same page, which is I trust you and I know you're not going to do anything or you need to break up and let her get over her insecurities by herself before she finds someone else to date. That's the thing. It's like, and look, we've talked about it before. We re- and I really want to hammer home this. It's like, if you start dating someone or start seeing someone and you don't trust them, then you shouldn't date them. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to enter a relationship with someone you do not trust. Yeah. It makes no sense. It would be like, would you lend a thousand dollars to a dude on the street? Who's like, Hey, Hey, can I borrow a thousand dollars? You'd be like, no, that's crazy. I don't mm-hmm. trust you. Yep. Why would you then be like, Hey, do you want to like live together or, you know, spend X amount of time together? Mm-hmm. I know you don't trust. It's the same sort of investment. You're still investing something of value to you, which is your, your time and your emotions and your, you know, mm-hmm. so if you don't trust them enough to do those things, don't do those things. Yeah. Stop doing it. It makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. I can't imagine a world in which I would look at someone and be like, oh man, this person's shady as hell. You know what I should do? commit exclusively to them (laughs) why why would you do that and the thing is it's it's one of these things where it's just insecurity mostly or it's uh projection where they're actually cheating on you and neither one of those two things is good if it's insecurity you need to sort your own self out before you start taking that out on somebody else in a relationship because now it's your it's on you to prove that you weren't doing this thing which is really hard to do i guess um like obviously because you're on reddit trying to solve it you're hoping that the weight of a bunch of random people on the internet will stop your girlfriend from being angry at you and and let me tell you that fucking sucks that's a real grim reality man to anybody on the paranoid side of things you have two choices and it's get the fuck over it or get the fuck out of the relationship there is no in between you know what i mean it's like if you trust someone and they turn out to have been not worthy of your trust fuck it it doesn't matter that doesn't reflect badly on you because you don't have a third option, right? You either trust them or you're out. 
So yeah. if you trust them and it turns out, like, fuck it, okay, but you didn't really have any other choice other than getting out of that relationship. You can't, like, not trust someone for fear that you'll be wrong. Because it doesn't matter. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Get out of there. Find a new relationship. If you're right, then you can actually have a good relationship. This is the thing. It's like half trusting someone is like there's like you said, it's just a binary because like even if you're like, well, I, I never really trusted him. It's like, yeah, but you're still with him. Yeah. And you just so it's like miserable. So, so the option of like trusting them, half trusting them are all the same side because it's, the other option is not being with them. Mm-hmm. So if like, you're either with them or you're not. Half trusting them is still being with them, but being miserable while you do it and making yeah. them miserable and arguably probably making them more likely to cheat if you're on their fucking ass all the time. Right. Which is not saying that it's ever warranted. You know what I mean? Like if you're cheating on someone, you can't be like, well, they thought I would. So I did. It's like, you're still shitty, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're not doing your relationship any favors by being miserable is what I'm saying. And yeah. treating them badly and making them miserable. And it's, and it's very easy, like, look, I get it. Being cheated on sucks. So if it's happened to you in the past, it's very hard to sort of like not bring that with you mm-hmm. to your next relationship. But here's the thing. Uh, that onus is on you. Yeah. Let, you know what I mean? Like you, it's your responsibility to leave that baggage behind or at least acknowledge it and Move, deal like, with, it with it during. And it's like, you might have to get therapy. If, if it's so bad that you've realized, like, look back at your relationships and see how many times you have felt like someone was cheating on you. And whether they did or didn't, you need to, like, look back and be like, okay, I need to figure out why this is happening and why I'm continuing to bring it with me. And the best way to do that is with therapy because mm-hmm. they will help you sort out the feelings of something that I struggled with for the longest time was inadequacy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that is, I think one of the most common reasons why people think their partner is going to cheat on them mm-hmm. is because you feel like you're not enough for them and they will need to supplement, you know, what you're lacking, whatever mm-hmm. your perceived notion of that is. Um, so I think, I think therapy is a very, very good thing to suggest to your girlfriend if you want to stay with her, but like this amount of invasion of privacy and mistrust, I think you really just kind of got to be like, you have things you have to sort out and I'm not going to be the punching bag that you work through it on. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Everything you said, but it is, it is on you to fix this. I think is probably the most important thing that you're saying, like on the, the person who's the paranoid, upset, non-trusting yes. one, you know what I mean? It's not for someone else to prove their fucking worth to you. If you don't trust them, don't date them. If you can't trust people, again, maybe it's for a valid reason. Maybe you're just insecure. Maybe you just watch too many, you know, reality TV shows. I don't know. Either way, if you're ready to date, date. If you're not ready to date, don't fucking bring that to someone else's life and make their life hell. You know, there's yeah. it's pretty fucked up. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to something else. Today I fucked up by killing the best relationship of my life because she complimented me. It was in the early... This is by Gentry Adams. In my early 20s, seeing this girl for a few months, our sexual chemistry on point, enjoyed each other's company immensely, but timing was off as we had plans of relocation that were set in motion before we met, so we stayed as friends with benefits. So we were one night lying in bed, post-coitus bliss, after what was probably the best sex we ever had, breathing still heavy, and she seemed more coquettish than her usual self, snuggling her body close to me in a tight embrace. She softly told me I'm the only man for her, and she wanted our relationship to be exclusive. Assuming my charm and sexual prowess brought on this turn of events, I was beaming with confidence, ego stroked by my apparent ascendancy to near-sex god status. 
what I imagine being one of my effortlessly cool and devilishly masculine moments, I replied, to what do I owe this honor? She proceeds to regale details of her weekend escapade, girls' night out with sorority sisters, where the night ended with her drunk out of her face hooking up with this French Algerian guy. She described the shock and horror when his penis inevitably made its debut. Apparently it was 12 inches long and thicker than a Coke can. So she was frightened by it and it looked like a torture instrument that would tear her apart. Apparently the mood soured and he left her place awkwardly. Now I pack a standard six-incher with some room for expansion depending on my level of arousal. Never had any complaints by previous partners, which by then was a significant number, but never any reason to second-guess my sexual abilities. I did have an acute awareness of being a grower, not a shower. Buying into the porn-skewered reality, the bigger is better. Whatever latent insecurities I had was magnified and put out on display. My breaking point came as these words came from our lips. I kid you not, he was probably twice as big as yours. Carved deep into my consciousness with animated violence, overwhelm me with feelings of inadequacy, cloud my ability to control my most basic faculties. So something about how much she anticipated my visit, and I should think she's falling for me, blah, blah, blah. Ended her confession by teasingly going down on my flaccid cock, telling me this is all I will ever need. I don't think I have ever felt so small in my life. Got out of bed, got dressed in silence, and just left the room without saying a word. This, of course, left her in a state of confusion. I never called her again, blocked her on all social media accounts, and spent the next few days at home in crippling depression, wallowing in self-pity, rejection, and inadequacy. Thinking back now, a far more secure man in my 30s, I often second-guess my reaction. Was I being an insecure drama queen? There I was. Most amazing sex in my life. Gorgeous girl I like pouring her heart out, praising the superiority of my average-sized dick while professing her love to me, yet the only image in her head is her staring with wise eyes at the sheer size of his monster dom. Once the image got stuck in my head, ego blinded by the green-eyed monster was no turning back. That's it. I'm so confused. What's the question? Uh, did I fuck up? I mean, was I being an insecure drama queen? But I like yes and no. I I think it's very strange. I I don't think a lot of people understand. Like it was obviously meant as a compliment. Like she was obviously trying to say that like this was perfect. This is what she wanted. Um, I don't know why she thought that story was the one to tell. See, that's the thing. It's almost like the other question we had, which is like, oh, you're fourth, like you're fourth best, which out of 21, pretty good, you know, whatever. But you're still really being like, hey, there are three people better than you. You know what I mean? Whereas this is like, oh, your 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 small dick is all I, this is all I need. You know what I mean? Like. He was twice as big as you. This is all I need. It's like, yeah, he's like, you could just be like, I love your dick. I miss your dick. You know what I mean? Like, I just like this dick so much that I want to keep fucking this dick. You don't you just say it's perfect. Just say this exactly. is the perfect dick. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to then be like, hey, let me let me go on at length about this. This Algerian guy's massive cock because it's this weird. It's almost like negging. You know what I mean? It's like putting you down. But like, it's still technically a compliment. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Like, we're fucking weird about our dicks. Like, <laughs> there's no there's no surprise to that. There's no secret to that. And the fact that like people still like like the the eagerness that women tend to have about comparing dicks, um, regardless of like what the intent is, like I've definitely had like I've been in this situation where people are where women have been like, oh, the last guy I was with was so big, I couldn't even fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Well, neat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and it's like, but you know, we still had great sex and we had sex multiple times. So obviously it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, it's still kind of like a slap in the face. Whereas like, it would be similar to like, I don't know. So like being like, Oh, the last girl I fucked, you know, she was so tight. I could barely get in. Yeah. Or Cause it's like, like, Oh man, I was with this girl once and her tits were like so big. They were like, 
you know, we could barely fit them in a t-shirt and they were like, great, but your boobs, you're just like little handfuls. That's all I need. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if this, that was the question, it would be a lot more like, oh, we get you. You know what I mean? Or I feel like a lot of the audience would maybe get it. Or women. I don't know. I feel like for women, maybe this isn't as uh, easily understandable of a, a situation. But like, I do think if you were with a guy and he was like, oh man, I was with this girl and she was just like so toned and her ass was so, you know, so big. It like, I couldn't buy her trousers. I didn't know how she'd get in them. But your little butt is just fine, you know? But it, it sounds like a put down. Now, what I'm wondering is, because obviously there's some insecurity here about size, which whatever, we've all had it or have it or will yes. have it, you know? Uh, literally every guy, all, you know? Um, I'm wondering if there's context we're missing. Because for me, like, if he was bringing up kind of his insecurity and, like, was talking about people who were bigger, and as a result, she was like, oh, I was once with this guy that was bigger, and I way prefer this. That would be but he, he a different wasn't, story. Though. I know, but if he was, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. If, if he was like, oh, I wish I had a bigger dick, and she was like, well, actually, I've been with a dude who had a huge dick, and I hated it. Yeah. Like, okay, great. Yeah, that's that's a valid time to sort of bring it up. And, I like, I remember there was a point... I don't remember when it was, but I, I definitely I was there was a woman I was sleeping with on on the regular and I mentioned, you know, I, I didn't want to be compared to other dudes or something. Maybe it was I think I might have been going to a waste with someone and mm. I was like, I, I don't really want to be like, you know, the visual comparisons are, are very obvious when people's dicks are out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like when, when I can visually see that someone's dick is significantly larger than mine, it's like that might have an effect on me. And I was expressing that concern before going being like i don't know how because i think it was like my first time going as well so i was like i don't know how this is gonna roll out for me yeah um, which is fair and also like good communication because you're like letting them know what may or may not be a problem so that in yeah. the moment later on you're not gonna be like well let's have a whole chat about it you can just be like hey that thing's happening yeah um but then i remember like someone just being like you know i've i've been with excise penis i've been with smaller penis it's like that's just kind of like the nature of being I guess a heterosexual woman or a woman who sleeps with people with penises. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it was reassuring to sort of be like the one thing that really helped me get over like sort of size anxiety is the idea that if someone is, wants to continue to have sex with you, then don't like the size doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, like, it's so hard to get that. Like, it's so easy to say now mm -hmm. and so hard to sort of get over it when it's a concern. But like, if you find a sexual partner who wants to have recurring sexual encounters with you, then something is working. They're presumably not just slogging through it out of, you know, yeah. usually your sadness. Um, there's also this, like the, the idea. And again, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before that like bigger is better. And it's like, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I, I'm pretty sure we've done the same thing. I urge you to go to like big dick problems on Reddit of dudes who have these, you know, giant Algerian dicks. <laughs> who are like, I can't sleep with, you know, some of the women I meet yeah. because one, I don't fit or two, they don't want to, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, there's, there's a, a problem with everyone's insecurity with their dick. It is not mutually exclusive to people who think they're too small. Mm -hmm. So I do think with regards to this, like one thing also not necessarily related to the question, but they do say I may have missed out on the best relationship of my life due to insecurities. They were friends with benefits for a few months. Um, 
you know what I mean? Like, that's not... Like, I feel like he's putting a lot of weight on this. You know what I mean? Because also, if it was that good... I think it's it's roast into goggles to a certain degree, and I also imagine that you're still in the like the honeymoon phase at that point, especially when you're not doing anything but fucking. So it's like I think that needs to be taken into account before you start having these melancholy kind of like look back sessions. Um, that's just one thing I wanted to clarify because like you weren't really in the relationship relationship, you know? Because even if you spend yeah. a bunch of time together, it's like. You have no pressure because it's friends with benefits and it's like, you know. Of course, yeah. I, I, but like there is also uh, benefits to like using your maturity and your experience and your hindsight to look back and be like, oh, hey, I might have fucked up something good because of these reasons. And it seems like you've like sort of laundry list what you did incorrectly. And it seems like you've sort of gotten past those things. And like that is the important part of reflection. If you could look back at something and be like, oh, that was a really good relationship and these insecurities kind of tanked it moving forward. I'm not going to let that happen again or moving forward. I'm going to be aware of those insecurities so that if I'm in another relationship that I'm enjoying, mm -hmm. I won't self-sabotage myself. I think mm -hmm. there's there's, you know, benefit to that. And it sounds like this is kind of what he's doing. Um, but I think it is also important to like, don't look at it being like, oh, I fucked it up. no. You made a mistake. We all do it, usually on a much larger scale than this. Mm -hmm. So learn from it. And it also, sounds like, like you have. It, uh, she isn't without fault here either, because it's a really weird and bizarre compliment, inverted commas, like to, to use with someone. Like comparing yeah. lovers in bed, especially after something like this, it's something to be done very, very carefully, if at all. You know, I think yeah. that's been pretty clear during today's episode the uh, thing is, is it's, it's so strange like i know why people do it people think in the moment they think that what they're saying is you know the highest compliment to be like mm -hmm. i've had this and i didn't like it i've had you and i really like this mm -hmm. <laughs> um but to to use uh, hyperbole or to use you know language that makes the other person seem better mm -hmm. it sounds like you're being like you know, I've had triple A, you know, prime rib or, mm -hmm. you know, like I've had the best steak and I really, really enjoy this hamburger. Yeah. When in reality, you're trying to say the hamburger is steak, like you're the steak. But they, to do that, they're saying so many good things to almost make you yeah. seem good. But it goes the opposite because they're spending all this time being like, look at how great this guy was. I could settle for you, you know. Yeah. I just, people need to be careful when they make these things. And it's like, you know, were you wrong to do it or not? I guess not, right? Because you felt that way. So if you stayed and you were still upset, it probably wouldn't have gone well. Um, but yeah, learn from it and, and move on. And hopefully you're more secure now. And hopefully she realizes when to, when to do the comparisons and not. Also, if she's single and you guys are like nearby, I know they said they were moving, but like, I don't mm -hmm. know. There's no harm in reaching out again. Yeah. Like if you guys had a great time, like it doesn't, I mean, like it does sound like you just kind of fucking dipped. Um, I don't think like, I also did a thing when I was sort of like kind of relearning everything on my own. I tried to reach out to people who I thought I had wronged or like who did shitty things to, or, you know I mean? I tried to reach out as, to as many people as I could and be like, Hey, so when I did this, one, I, I'm sorry. And two, here's the reason why I did it. And I want you to know that, like, I hope if I caused you any distress, 
I like I think there's no harm in reaching out and being like, hey, so sorry for dipping on you like that. I was insecure. If that like it might bring you some closure, if you think it's warranted, if you think it's of any benefit to either one of you, maybe reach out to her and, and give her a chat. Yeah, no harm. All right. I think that's probably it for us. You got some tenders for us? You know I do. Uh, so at the end of every episode, Niall, uh, we usually get these sent in, or sent in to us um, from various listeners, usually Agent Valiant Heart. He is our, our Tinder deep diver. Um, but we get uh, dating profiles and we comb them for red flags. We find a lot. Let's be fair. In, in an effort, we do it for comedy, but we also do it in hopes that you can tailor your online dating profile to be a little bit more successful and a little bit less crazy. Yeah, some of the ones we find are wild. Hello, I hold a Hong Kong passport. I mainly live in Singapore or China and Hong Kong. I love traveling and I hope you can chat in a civilized way. Looking for an interesting mind? Stay away from the male donkey who is keen to mate. Chat is to broaden your horizons and enrich knowledge. I don't want to know hooligans. My English is not good. I use a translation input method to input text. If the grammar is wrong, please understand. Thank you. Hope the topic is interesting. Oh, that's cute. I do like the idea that there is a singular male donkey who is prowling Tinder for sex. (laughs) That's the best part because, like, you can tell, like, there's some awkward phrasing and just simplistic stuff. And it's like, oh, you know, they're, they're translating was stay away from the male donkey who's keen to mate. Like, is that a mistranslation or is it a warning? Is there some sort of Chinese sex donkey that is on the loose? Right? Like, I'm kind of concerned. I I just love how, like, it's all quite nice. And then you get hit with that in the middle and then it just goes on again. Like, it never happened. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it a 10. It's one of my favorite. (laughs) I I have no problem. I'm giving it a 7. Yeah, it's, it's cute. This is Aria. Uh, crown symbol, princess, show me the world. Bet you can't guess where I'm from, tongue face. Probably the most talkative, timid person you'll know. My type? Mm, still not sure. Gifts, present emoji, heart emoji, kitty kisses, cat emoji. Whoever said money can't solve all your problems must have not had enough money to solve them. My uncle said finding a husband is like finding a business partner for life. Not quite ready to share a business just yet. Ladies, we can be friends. Fellows 5'11 and under, we can be too. Laws of attraction. Okay. There's a lot happening there that I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> I I must say it like it was almost a red flag for me, but when they call themselves a princess, I obviously have to like that's my favorite thing to see. Yeah, I love I love when women call themselves princesses because mm-hmm. nothing bad ever comes out of that. No, you know they're really down to earth and like kind and considerate and uh Definitely you know, not entitled. No, not at all. Not at all. Now here's the thing, here's the thing. If they're punk rock princesses, I know we're being facetious. Punk rock princesses, however, I'm all about. Yes, but this ain't no punk rock princess. No, no, she's not. Um, Big things, I don't, like, I'm so torn on the thing of being, like, the the height restrictions. Because, one, I think they're stupid. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a shorter dude. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's like, you know what? That would give me enough to be like, okay, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah, in one sense, the, a lot of the red flags we we flag are good because they kind of tell you you don't want to date this person, right? Um, yeah. Or or you do, you know what I mean? Or like, let's say you are like five five or something, and you go on this date. Like, it's saving you time, I guess, because I doubt this princess is going to be chill when you show up, and you're not under her arbitrary, or you're not, you know, at her arbitrary height level. Yeah. Um, 
but at the same time, it's also a shitty thing. So I don't want to condone it because like, you know, there's a million different comparisons you could make, like being like, oh, people above this weight don't apply or people with yeah. this boob size or whatever. And they're all fucked up. You know what I mean? And it's like, yes, in that case, you would also presumably turn people off and have them not date you. But does it mean that's good to have? No, I think anyone who has these height things is a bit shitty. I think uh, the like, I think the like polite way to do it would probably be like, put your height in it. I think most people would understand, like, mm-hmm. if you're 5'5", five, five, chances are the girl who's 6'2". Yeah. But also a lot isn't... of, like, 5'5 five, five guys I know wouldn't want to date a 6'2 girl anyway. So it's like two birds, one stone there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, most talkative, timid person you'll know. That sounds like a terrible combination. Just, like, yeah, just nervously chattering. That's, <laughs> like, that's the, the idea that I get, is, like, nervous chatter. Yeah, just, like... Not saying anything, but hoax. saying things to fill the vault or like to fill the silence. Uh, this <laughs> is like a one for me. Yeah, it's getting a three. All right. She's a certified wellness coach. Also, I just want to point in the last last one also had a reference to being business partners, which I is know. It's like is is Tinder now just like LinkedIn? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, health coach specializing in the reversal of chronic health issues such as autoimmune disease, diabetes, heart disease, and others. Passionate about helping others, practice of Zen, Buddhism, Taoism, raw, plant-based, wild foods. I assume it's whole foods. Lives in the moment. That's all we have. Nature lover, adventurous, bit of a rebel. Shh. I'll know what I'm looking when it finds me. I mean, I don't really, really hate anything in there. Like, can you reverse diabetes and heart disease? I mean, yeah. There's, there's like a, one of the big things that like, uh, like diet has actually sort of like cured cancer and shit too. So. There's there's a ton of like medical studies happening right now about the the impact of the food you eat and the ability to like there are people who have gotten over diabetes by like significant dietary changes. We'll see. Um, so it's like I like I understand what she's saying. And like, cool. Great. I don't have anything. You know, I think there's a very specific kind of person that would thrive in a relationship like that. The guy who ate two buddy burgers for lunch and that's all i've eaten today probably not going to get along with this one i can give it a three because it's a very boring profile it almost sounds more like a business profile than like a dating one yeah i'm gonna give it a five because like there's nothing really happening so now we have amanda wait what (gasps) i knew it i'm gonna go rifle through her phone after this (laughs) and this is just a snippet the key to my heart Adorn me with cursed artifacts, then die mysteriously, leaving me to be the most feared widow in the village. <laughs> I like that. I think we found what's his name's girlfriend. <laughs> I think you found my girlfriend. That's fair. Uh, have you adorned her with cursed artifacts? I mean, she sounds spooky enough. I'd be interested. I know you would be. I'm giving. I really already have a thing for Amanda's. So I'm giving it an eight. I'm giving. A, I'm going to give it a seven. It was pretty funny. I don't like that oh, they yeah. asked me to die. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, everyone's got their quirks. Nobody's perfect. And lastly, this is Nayla. Standing tall at 5'2". I want to do adult things with you. Whispers. Taxes. Panting softly. Pay the mortgage. Moans. Make sure we turned off all the lights. Our utility bill was fucking 300 this month. That's incredible. Yeah, 10 for me. Yeah, that's 10. Good job. job. You know, I was going to say it was going to be good when I heard her name. That name gave me powerful good vibe energy. Because it's almost Nile. Yeah, definitely. That's a zero for me. I'd never yeah. be able to say anything. She can never for me. be better than me. You're right. Except Thank you for everybody. that one Algerian man. 
was... Oh, no. Thank you very much for listening, friends. Look, uh, Dane, that has been our show. Dane, hmm? I've had a good podcast host. Like, I've had, you know, just velvet-voiced, does his research, always here on time. You know what I mean? Just has some advertising friends who got us straight to the number one podcast list of all time. Made us a bunch of money. You know what? You're all I need. Thanks. You're, you're the only host I need. It's, but I don't want that. I need a I'm raging hog. You had <laughs> a giant Algerian cock. Man, he was just such a good person. But people who are not great people like you are good too, is what I'm saying. It was like someone took those cans of Cokes that you stacked up in the cafeteria after you're done drinking it and just put it in between someone's legs. <laughs> I gave it a fleshy sheath. I'm um, shoots. This is our show and you've listened to it and we'd like to thank you for doing so. If you would like to send us a message or hit us up with a question that we will answer for you on the show, you can hit us up on various means of communication. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us at FCK underscore buddies on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. I believe the tag is now FCK buddies podcast because we don't want to get shadow banned by instagram mm-hmm. um or you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentybeef.ca or plentybeef.ca which is going to expire soon no i'm probably gonna renew it as long as it's still like 99 cents or whatever i bought it for it was 99 cents thank you to josh eel on the harvest cities for their song the paper stars this is kind of bad sex writing kind of advice and I feel like we're in a vice show, so this is from Ask Man, and I, I figured, you know, it says become a better man, and honestly, I think we could take we could take this advice, and it is one of their top ten ways to flirt with a woman sexually. Um, and this was I found this on the men writing women uh, like subreddit, but it was initially posted in Are the Straits Okay? Want to know a secret about female sexuality that ninety nine percent of men don't know? Do you? I guess I'm gonna have to. Dane. This is, we shouldn't even put this on the podcast. It's too valuable. Only 1% of men know this. Many women feel compelled to vacuum their house when they're ovulating. Some experts believe it has something to do with wanting to clean the nest before laying her egg. So when a woman tells you she's vacuuming, say, vacuuming? Are you ovulating or something? She'll be stunned that you know this and wonder what else you know about female sexuality. Of course, if she doesn't know what you mean, fill her in. Women love it when you teach them something new, especially about themselves. <laughs> Does this guy know that ovulation is not anything to do with sexuality? Shh. <laughs> Dane. Dane, do you want to become a better man or not? I know a fair amount of women. I don't want to brag. Ooh. I highly doubt half of them vacuum. <laughs> like, yeah. we're in our fuck. We're, we're millennials. We don't fucking vacuum shit no, no one owns anything <laughs> we just look sadly at our dirt piles and wish they were homes or you know yeah. appropriate wages this is upsetting on so many levels and the worst <laughs> thing is that people think this works uh, oh my, my name God. is Dave miller someone got paid to do that and we're not getting paid to do this my name is now spain and we've been your fuck buddies 